0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's all about having a healthy balance, which is, like, the hardest thing, you know, and organic foods are so much more expensive.
1: Yeah. Unless you
0: make, you know, harvest them yourself, which, you know, isn't going to yield until months and months and months. So it's like, where. You have
1: to run a farm to do that, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Or, like you know be whole foods rich you know whenever i go right. to whole foods i'm like All right, i'm gonna get my vegetables can be nice and fresh and then 200 later i have like two pickles
1: how you like i the lady with the paper hat asked me as she poured a little more coffee into my cup does that you say i said as a sad smile spread across her face and i looked up she said i take you to be a soft-boiled man and i don't understand i reluctantly confessed I don't mean to upset you, but you've gotta know I'm gonna have to break a couple of things to make your breakfast. Just, Just glad to, like to see you. So, um, so, so, uh, you're welcome to How Do You Like Your Eggs um, <laughs> on today's show. Well, man, we haven't been back in a long time. I'm going to have to shake the dust off, I feel like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, anyway, we have Hannah Berger. She's an ex-cocktail waitress at Cure, ex-service industry professional, pivoted towards jewelry and real estate. <laughs> As I understand it, mm-hmm. most lately, and um, also a very dear friend. Thank you for coming on the show mm-hmm. today.
0: You're welcome. I'm excited to be here.
1: Uh, you've you, well, you didn't really make a pivot into jewelry. You've been ju- you've been a jewelry maker for a long time, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's always been a main bag. Yeah, well, not really the main bag. It was a main bag, and then I realized it was more of a hobby sort of bag. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like it a lot better in that sense. You know, it's a tough industry to be in, but it, I've, you know, since quarantine, I started working on a new medium, which is clay. And I just think the freedom of expression when you're working with clay, especially in earrings is just quicker, broader, you know, I can make some super funky, colorful earrings. So I've been really enjoying that. And I think that's just one of my, more favorite jewelry mediums that I've been working with. but um,
1: It's cheap. It's easy. Yes. You can do it at home. You don't need yes. special machinery.
0: No, you just need an oven and hands and <laughs> <laughs> And clay. Clay, so, clay, of course. Yeah,
1: A little bit at least. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Um, so you, you used to work for Mignon Faget though, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I was the finishing coordinator in their production studio. So I was like pre-quality control. So everything went to me to be polished and cleaned and finished and then to quality control. So yeah, I worked there for about a year and a half. That was a time in my life where I was super partying, mm-hmm. you know, having fun in the service industry and super close with my coworkers. And this job was like 7 to 3.30. My manager was a pushover and I was like, I also didn't really stand behind the brand of Mignon Faget. So if I'm not passionate about something, it's yeah. not gonna...
1: Why not? Why what?
0: She is not a good person, and I don't really like the way her jewelry is presented in this, like, in the social hierarchy of New Orleans. Pretty much, you know. It's Mm -hmm. and I'm from New York, so it's kind of like the Tiffany's to New York is the Mignon Fage to Louisiana. Sure. And Mignon Fage comes off as this, you know, female owned business. She everything is made local. Like that is such bullshit. And. It's sad that people... It's not true? Or it's it's not true at all. I mean, she has her jewelry casted. Well, I don't know if that's the same now. I mean, I haven't been working there for like three and a half, four years or something like that. But everything was casted in New York, you know? And she's mm. just locally made, you know, She's all literally stuff. the
1: Tiffany's of New Orleans. She's literally the <laughs> Tiffany's of New Orleans. I mean,
0: people are paying like $200 to get like a sterling silver fleur-de-lis. And what, like... But it's all a mask it's all a, yeah. a a show for people you know and mignon faget shows wealth so if you have a piece of mignon faget you appear to be wealthy mm-hmm. and it people means love you that went shit.
1: to high school at uh ursuline
0: exactly like. <laughs> it's your mommy and daddy are real rich right you know so but i really did not enjoy it plus you know i mean it has not only been maybe like 15 or 20 years since that place was pretty much a sweatshop Mm -hmm. and that's not a lot of time you know and you think 15 20 years ago for that to be sort of a sweatshop and for people locally to be supporting that Mm -hmm. that's horrible true yeah
1: and i think i remember you saying that the majority of the people who worked there were like uh besides you like vietnamese women yeah yeah
0: vietnamese women and men interesting sort of thing Yeah, it was really Um, awesome to get to know that culture and community, and I was like 22, 23 at the time, and in their culture, it is not tradition for young kids of that age to not be at home with their family, mm. you know, and to just still living at home. So they just took such good care of me because they were just like, what are you doing on your own right now? And I'm like,
1: <laughs> they, were, that, they were so sorry for you. They, they felt
0: just, so bad. They were uh-huh. like, you have nobody here. And I'm like, I'm really fine. You guys are so <laughs> sweet. They cared so much. But I felt bad because whenever Mignon Faget would come in, you know, and I always, I loved my coworkers. We were always laughing, having a good time. But when Mignon Faget came in, it was just like, silence on the floor no laughing no nothing you know mm. get to work you know for a while they didn't like they were just working in stools and this is a full this is like a high production sure jewelry right. studio you know imagine not having a back to your chair and all day long right all day long and just like soldering banging polishing jewelry i mean like Polishing jewelry is not an easy job. Like I lost a fingernail. People have lost full fingers. Been put in the eye. Like it's a crazy thing.
1: I I feel like I remember seeing you like after a shift there or whatever, and your fingers would be like black. Oh my gosh, covered.
0: (laughs) And even like my face would be covered in dirt. And I mean, I loved it because I love working with my hands, and Mm -hmm. so to me it was great. But I was filth. <laughs> it was trash. It was totally trash. And it was like 7 a.m. to 3 30, which is, that's that was some tough hours. Right. Those for real. Terrors.
1: Especially because you were also working at Cure.
0: Oh, yeah. I was doing doubles multiple times a week. Right. So, I, I mean,
1: for the Cure days, they were really, really hard on me as well because I was doing, I was working full time at uh El Pavo Real at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I was working like, morning shifts there, weekdays and weekends. And then I would go immediately from from you know, a busy busy brunch shift to the busiest shifts at Cure on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. Those shifts so, were crazy. Yeah. So I was like running. I remember I was like um at the beginning uh I was like severe blisters on my feet like I was in extreme pain all the time because i was running around a restaurant for close to 18 hours a day yeah two days a week without fail yeah i think i would also wake up and do sunday brunch at at el pavo real
0: yeah and then after a late night at cure i mean yeah. even getting off at like 2 30 3 o'clock or whatever time right. you know you and just they would
1: give us booze
0: Yes. And then, <laughs> and then you'd have to wake up early for brunch and it was definitely the most I ever drank. You know, we had quite a party culture right. there, but it was cool. It was, it was really cool. I really enjoyed my time working at Cure, but I was I, always I, hustling.
1: I liked that job. I was miserable, but I liked everyone there. And like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah It was, it was,
0: but you know, when it's time, it's time. Mm-hmm. And, and, You know, I was only working towards the end of my career there, which was like four, four and a half years. You know, I was working as a full time assistant with a realtor and working on getting my real estate license and then also working at Cure. And I feel like if, you know, that's such a uh, elite service industry job, you know, and you make so much money and, you know, you have opportunities to grow and learn And I was not in that position. I knew that I never was, which is why I never went to bartending. And I just let that opportunity, you know, remain open for people who were going to stay, you Mm -hmm. know, but. um, I feel like
1: I learned a lot working there, even though I wasn't like. Yeah. Bartending. I was just bar bar packing or whatever it was I was doing busing tables. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I'd like watch them make a million drinks. So I like, I feel like I came out of it.
0: Yeah, I think I did too. At least (laughs) I have like some knowledge of cocktails and, you know, I definitely have a more refined palate. You know, I tried a lot of awesome booze and cocktails and I got to work with some amazing people who taught me so many things. But, you know, towards the end of it, I just couldn't, I couldn't help my staff, like, well, not my staff, I couldn't help my coworkers, as much as I would have liked to. So it made me feel kind of bad. And I'm like, I'm working one day a week. I can't really cover for people. You know, mm. this just like...
1: And that's part of the gig needs- when you're in a, in a service industry in this town anyway. It's kind of like, you know, we're all... It seems like we all have to be there for each other, you know? Yeah, you do. I mean, so do. I mean know, it's like- a
0: big community of people, you know, mm-hmm. even outside of cure you know there's still a service industry family that we're pretty close with and even on ferret street there's a very close community of restaurants Mm -hmm. from like
1: and like sometimes one a person who works in another restaurant will be like will you come can you work a shift at my restaurant like yeah the bartenders
0: always picked up shifts wherever you know Uh i never picked up serving shifts because i was just like fuck that the best thing about cure was that i never oh my i never had to like barely lift a finger i mean we did roll-ups and like maintained the filled the bathrooms but like (laughs) i never like there wasn't like all right let's lift up the tables and the chairs let's do some mopping i never had to do any of that which was the best because i worked at wayfair for like a year and a half where my dreams almost went to die and (laughs) you had to like i mean there was so it it was such a big restaurant for just serving sandwiches and like meat pies right you know and i wonder
1: if that's what the problem was you know they i mean yeah like plus the
0: owners like were pricks like misogynistic Uh, pricks so you know they
1: were understand yeah
0: it was a whole you know thing you
1: you can sort of see that he said he wore a he wore a a misogynistic hat
0: yes both of them did there were two of them (laughs) and there were two different level misogynists and one was just like how do you even sleep at night, kind of misogynist? And the other one was like shitty, but not as shitty as the other one, which is like also shitty to say because it's like I'm letting that misogyny. Misogy- letting him get away
1: with that misogyny because yeah. he's not and I'm at like, least.
0: I just as have bad. to get paid, <laughs> and that's like such a common thing. And I was thinking about that the other day, like what you let slide, particularly as a female in the service industry, mm-hmm. just to. Make the money that you need. Yeah. Because if you let it happen, you could get a larger tip.
1: hmm
0: So. And you gotta eat. Mm-hmm. You gotta eat. You gotta make your eggs in the morning, you Hey, know? I
1: didn't ask you how you like your eggs. How do you like your eggs? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it all depends on how they are, you know, what else is being made with them. But if I'm just going to be eating eggs, I'm a scrambled kind of gal. Yeah. I love a scramble, a nice scramble with some seasoned salt. My family's all about the seasoned salt. Right. But if I'm having, like, a bacon, egg, and cheese, I want it fried, not too runny. Mm. But, you know, if I've got some toast, I like a... I used to call them egg dippers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, who Check us the sunny it? side up. <laughs> who else calls it egg dippers? That I ran into that recently. Someone was like, you want, dip, you, you want, like, dippy eggs? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cute. It was like, like,
0: particularly like, egg dippers. <laughs> <laughs> and I would always just, like, dip the yolk, but I hated... I couldn't eat the runny yolk, so I'd always eat the egg whites around it. But dip, dip the yolk, and then I would <laughs> leave this like hollow circle of egg left that I like couldn't eat. For but some no. reason, <laughs> it was like it was a texture thing. I'm very like textures are a big mm-hmm. thing when it comes to my
1: eating habits. Well, I agree completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the like a yolk that's a yolk that's cooked a bit too much or whatever is it's just choppy, weird, yeah. Like. It's like,
0: that's not the intention, so it feels weird, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway.
1: Right. Yeah, I do love it. I I really got into sunny side ups recently. I feel like I mentioned this on a show um, enough times, but yeah, I just kind of discovered it by accident. Like, I had cracked eggs intending to make them over easy, which is my favorite way to eat them, probably. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, walked away, or was working on the potatoes instead for too long, and like, then you know, really got a good sear on one side. And I was like, well, I'm pretty much done. I guess mm-hmm. that's sunny side up. And I was like, actually, this is kind of dope. Did, <laughs> did it on purpose after that a few times more. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I have been following this paleo recipe book. And there's, I like the way the recipe book, the um, I like the way it's set up because it's kind of like a comic book. But the way the recipes are laid out, it's kind of like, beginner, you know, if you've got a little bit of experience or they do like a batching section and things, it's just, it's a very user-friendly cookbook. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. just like, all right, here's one big recipe. You have to know how to do all these things. It's like, there was a recipe on how to make a perfect fried egg. Nice. And I followed the recipe, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a, like the perfect Friday." I never knew how, that that <laughs> like was. Can you
1: oh, can oh you tell me a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This
0: is the fucking bomb.com Dot um, So you just heat a skillet like hella hot, uh-huh. and then you stick a bunch of butter in it uh-huh. until it's like sizzling a bit, and then you just crack the egg over it, and you kind of like give it a little bit of a baste yeah so you'll just like take the butter pour it over and uh-huh. whatever and make sure it's nice and easy but it like the egg whites bubble uh, like right. at this like f- 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 nice strong strong crispy bubble and then you only do it for like i don't know a minute or two minutes and then the bottom is just so perfectly crispy and you don't do anything on the top so you just like cook it and then that's it yeah and it was just like the perfect egg but it's just like a lava hot skillet Mm -hmm. butter and then you just cook the egg on top as quick as
1: as quick as you can yeah yeah that sounds uh, yeah that sounds delicious butter is definitely the superior egg lubricant
0: yes definitely i just went to a farmer's market today and got some black garlic butter um yeah it was really good wait did you go
1: to the um the coffee science one yeah you talked to what's that kid's name uh cameron
0: was it oh yeah who does the like plant-based Cultures? yeah. It's like yeah. NOLA cultures or got something. It from, yeah. Did you
1: get it from him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to him the other day. I went After I had gone over there to talk to you on Saturday night, um, I learned from the owner there, Leah, that there was going to be the farmer's market. So I thought, mm-hmm. oh, you know what I should do is come through and ask all of them to be on this show. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't <laughs> actually have enough time to talk to all of them. But Cameron was one of the ones that I did talk to. So hopefully he'll come on yeah. eventually. Yeah, he seems
0: super sweet and like he was ready to... To mm-hmm. chat about his cultures and right. I was like <laughs> kind of stoned and like,
1: right I was right. Like, I just want to
0: get all this shit. I want to support all y'all and then I want to go home and eat. I'm starving.
1: Right. Was it delicious?
0: Oh, oh my God, own? it was so good. I had yeah. it with these rainbow, what's not rainbow, what am I talking about? Watermelon radishes and I sliced oh, yeah. them up and I just spread it on the radish with a oh, little bit yum. of sea salt. It was so good. And then I also got these vegan, this vegan cornbread muffins, which... Would that like our cornbread muffins, just like already vegan. I guess it depends on if they're, you're putting milk in them. I haven't right. made cornbread, like
1: I usually naturally. put butter and milk in my cornbread. Oh, I butter, think.
0: butter and milk. Okay, then they probably use an alternative. Who right. knows? But then I put some <laughs> of it over that too, and it was so good. And then I like seared them on a stovetop a little bit. It right. was Yum. really good. Yeah, it's
1: butter, butter, and <laughs> radishes, and cornbread. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a great that sounds delicious that yeah, sounds it was, like a perfect lunch there's
0: a yummy some yummy snacks <laughs> um hey is there a bathroom nearby that i can yeah stop over to? you need to use it yes um no just just for future reference right no i just i just want to know <laughs> um, are you using it or are you planning on doing something else
1: <laughs> cocaine i need to go do some cocaine hello maggie tonner here i'm one of the producers and actors in a new audio drama on cicada radio Family Photos and Other Moments of Naked Truth was written by UNO playwright C.A. Munn. It is a story of a family torn asunder by the tragic death of their mother. Fractured apart by grief and betrayal, they discover how they have been irrevocably changed and how they might fit together as a family again. This radio play is brought to you proudly by Cicada Radio in conjunction with the University of New Orleans Theatre Department. Listen anytime at cicadaradio.com dot slash Family Photos, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, back to the show. Probably, <laughs> maybe. Okay. Okay. Hey, we're and we're what? back. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick little bathroom break. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what were we talking about? Maybe, maybe we had finished our subject. Um, you know what? We've probably gone on long enough that uh, we could come to the segment of the show that I have um, been dedicating to a series of questions. They are three. Mm-hmm. And um, the okay. first one is, I guess, besides how do you like your eggs? That's a question that we <laughs> typically, round typically two? ask. No, uh, we're still on one. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Okay. New segment. More, new segment. First question.
1: If you could go back and give an uh, earlier self some advice, particularly <laughs> advice concerning your service co- industry career, <laughs> what do you think that advice would be?
0: Don't date your manager. Mm, <laughs> don't f- date. Solid. Don't date people that you work with.
1: <laughs> okay. Pretty much that goes south for you
0: <laughs> like yeah um yeah don't 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 date your co-workers
1: mm. it happens so so it's often, so though.
0: it does and it is what it is I mean you're working so closely with each other so it makes sense and that you're you always form. like
1: drinking afterwards or during right,
0: even, you know, right. Like, and so there's just it, it just happens, you know, and I would never go back and say that I regret it, you know, it's mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself and, you know, so I definitely would not look back and be like, I wish I could change this. But like, you know, if I could give myself some advice in the past, it would be, um, yeah, avoid the situation, Hannah, it is not going to, it's not going to go over well with you. So right. Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> solid advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just,
0: it sucks. Right.
1: Uh, okay, great. So the second question, oh, it's where, like, where do you see yourself in like, you know, five years or whatever?
0: Well, I guess that would have been asked to someone who is currently in the service industry, right? Mm,
1: well, it doesn't have to be. But yes
0: because I found my way out of the service industry, but I never was really in the service industry to
1: to build a career there.
0: Yeah. To build a career there. So, you know, if I were to say, you know, I've been in real estate now for three years. So in five years ago, Mm -hmm. if I were to ask myself the same question, I probably would have been like, You know, I would have, I would own a jewelry store in the mountains or wherever in a cute city, like cute little town in the mountains where I am everyone's local jeweler and jewelry repair person or something like that. And then, you know, but now as not someone in the service industry and someone in real estate in a different industry, because I feel like I have gotten, anyway, okay, now I'm just going to like spiral into so many different things. That's fine. Um... I would see myself honestly not in New Orleans, probably um, somewhere in California or New York, but mm-hmm. also I'm um, still doing real estate, but you know, being my own realtor, not working um, as an assistant. So I would be my own realtor and also doing the jewelry on the side. So, as I say, building my empire. So, hopefully, it'll yeah. be <laughs> like closer than you know closer to completion or to a desired extent in five years than it is now. But, you know, day by day. So, yeah, five years, I just see myself as being more successful than I am today. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But in real estate and jewelry making, which is like what I'm currently doing right now. So,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, you know, baby steps. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I do also definitely see myself in nature and in mountains and...
1: You want to move to, you want to move to somewhere with more topography Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. And I still tell myself, you know, if I need, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to get started as a realtor in places, depending on Mm. the industry that you're getting into. But I would always go back to the service industry if I needed to. I mean, I would still do cocktails as I really liked that side of serving and not doing full food service. Right. You know, I'm just serving people drinks. It's quicker. Um, and it's more exciting to me. But, um, but yeah, I was always like, you know, if I have to work in the service industry again, like I always had that tool, right, you know? right? It's just a really, really good tool to have.
1: Have you ever been to Portland, Oregon before?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Um, it's a great town. Uh, so I, I went there last year around this time. Well, actually, I guess it was last year around September or something. I, so, I sort of fell in love with it a little bit. Um, yeah? Yeah, but um, it is very much like a functional urban situation but i mean there are literally like in town there's like huge nature trails and like mountains yeah. and things that you can like
0: i mean oregon is so beautiful yeah. is you it, know? i
1: mean and, and like portland to me seems like just so much the best of both worlds
0: i'll have to go visit and that's what i'm trying to give myself time to do now i mean it's yeah it's pretty limited now but i want to go roam more around the us you know right. and i still i have, kind of have these dreams of like dropping the rat race right now and just you know buying a i mean and i feel like everyone has this thought but it
1: get the make a little house in a van yeah get <laughs>
0: the little get the van but honestly i'm just like I could just do a mattress and I'm just trying to roam around the U.S. for a year or however many months. Mm -hmm. And then if I find a city I love, then I just stay there or whatever and just not have a timeline and be forced to do these things. Like, I feel like I'm in such a transient place in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to explore and do all these things. So I'm giving myself kind of a year to figure that out and figure out if I am going to give myself that time or what I'm going to do. Like I saw the other day that some dude in a sedan had a trailer attached to his sedan. <laughs> and he was like, that's like the same thing. And I'm like, well, I don't have to get a you know, new car. I could just attach it to my Chevy Chevy Cruze, right. my vintage Chevy Cruze <laughs> and just like run well, around that way. I don't really need much. You no. know, I just need like,
1: just a little, one of those like tiny little Airstreams and all it's got yeah. in it is like a bed and a sink
0: exactly i just have to figure out what to do with my cat how do i turn my cat into a nature cat who like wants to just follow me everywhere like he is so independent he's just like
1: cats are like that
0: but i ain't got time for you (laughs) (laughs) it really is Unless they're giving him wet food,
1: right? Ah, yes. Then they always have to oh open the can. <laughs> they come he, running you know, when they hear the can opener. He like
0: literally, does it's so funny and his eyes just get huge and he's like, oh, "This mummy, this mummy, this mummy." It's <laughs> so funny. He's doing like figure eight cat hugs around my feet, and I like can't even get to the next room to like feed him. And he's like. Meow, meow. And then when yeah. I give him dry food, he takes one bite and he's like, This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, My life sucks. He says torture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um all right, the last and final question that we ask every guest is what is your favorite story about maggots?
0: Maggots? Yeah. <laughs> Well, luckily, I was you know, I was really spoiled at cure, and I never had to take trash out. I net like I helped throw some broken down boxes out, but like I never had to deal with that, so I have never had a bad experience with maggots um never no, never. Wow, yeah, I mean, like I really I mean, I've had wine a you know some drunk asshole knock over my tray and you know a whole bottle of red wine poured right down my clothes you know like i've had spills and other weird shit but like never never maggots wow thank god
1: yeah (laughs) i mean they're terrible (laughs) yeah Um,
0: they're pretty gross um well i figured you were just talking about the service industry bad experience with maggots but i've never like had a run-in with maggots in like that would be a, that total of a nightmare. But I did have a pumpkin that I carved. Which everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's carve pumpkins like f- two weeks, three weeks before Halloween. Like, oh, <laughs> God, that pumpkin is going to disintegrate in like two days.
1: Right. They and always I, do. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I carved <laughs> a pumpkin that said, bitch. <laughs> and I put it on my steps. And like within a few days, like I just watched the transition of that pumpkin. Yeah.
1: just It got maggots?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It did. But I definitely let it sit a lot longer. I feel bad for my neighbor who like has I'll to go up the stairs. And I yeah. was just like, let's see how disgusting this
1: gets. Oh, man. I got pretty gross.
0: Yeah, it was gross. I mean, it was growing some like furry mold. It was oh. leaking. <laughs> there were maggots. and there were maggots on the stairs. Oh, gross. And I was just like, all right, I got to clean this fucking shit up. I did. Yeah. I cleaned the stairs. <laughs> I cleaned everything. We and carved a few like...
1: pumpkins this year and they all rotted instantly. Um, yeah. In our backyard. <laughs> but like... um, my dog ate uh, one of them.
0: <laughs> Maggot, like pre-maggot or yeah, post-maggot? Yeah,
1: it was before it had gotten completely rotted. She just kind of started like digging into it. And like every day when I would let her out to go pee or whatever, she would tit- chomp a couple of bites of the pumpkin. <laughs> like,
0: pumpkins are good yeah they're good we eat the seeds you know we eat pumpkin
1: Uh uh-huh i mean yeah she liked it and she was just she ate the whole damn thing pretty much but just that one it was like a white pumpkin oh yeah um so i guess maybe it was a little tastier than the other pumpkins for some reason did you try it i no no i (laughs) didn't taste it (laughs) uh well okay i guess that's that uh so thank you again for coming on the show yeah no
0: problem at all this was a ple. i had it was a pleasure i had a blast
1: right it's fun and you even got some wine
0: yes peach wine made Mm -hmm. by yours truly the host
1: yes yes me truly yes
0: truly (laughs) yeah i guess it would be yours truly it would be me right right
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so but
0: like couldn't it be like i mean these people don't know
1: no they don't
0: I could be you You could be me
1: Yeah it's true They have no idea
0: They don't know <laughs> The possibilities are endless
1: Right Okay Well
0: Well oh, thanks yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: Holy crap, BBs. We are so happy to be back in the saddle. That was Hannah Berger, everyone. And this is Asher Griffith, who produced this show and provided original music. Please write us a review, give us some stars, or donate cold, hard cash in exchange for swag. Head to cicadaradio.com support to learn all about that. Please wear a mask and stop touching your grandmas. Please. So that we can see you all next time on How Do You Like Your Eggs? Just, Just glad to see, see blue one The yellow egg. egg, at the break of a new day, but you gotta break them before you make them, that's what they say, but you gotta break them before you make them. This is Cicada Radio. Sing, love, die.